Hello everyone, welcome to PodPass. My name is Jackie. And my name is Priscilla. And today we are joined with Imran, a third year student at Portsmouth University to talk about his YouTube channel, Art with Imran. Are you right, guys? Good, I'm good. How are you, Imran? <laughs> yeah, very good, thank you. That's good, that's good. So Art with Imran, YouTube channel. Well, when I last did the research, you nearly had a thousand subscribers. But having looked at your story on Instagram this morning, you now have over a thousand subscribers. So congratulations. Well done. And as well as that, you also have 40 videos on them. And with them 40 videos, you have gained over 30,000 views, which is really Mm -hmm. impressive. Only created this account back in November 2020. And as well as that, he is also the president of PASS 2021-2022, so let us introduce the man himself. Hello, Imran, <laughs> how are you? Hi, you right. I, I'm great, guys, thank you. Big introduction to follow, but um, yeah, I'm doing well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to make it special, make it big, big enough, that's what I say. <laughs> so we will start the questions. If you'd like to go first, Priscilla. So, can you tell us more about yourself? I lived in Nottingham for 15 years and a few years ago I moved to Bristol and then I live in Bristol but I study in Portsmouth University so I'm staying in Portsmouth at the moment. I guess I've always been quite creative, I really enjoy tech and things so I found that architecture I think would be the best subject for me, it kind of combined all my interests but also after now starting studying architecture I found a way to create this YouTube linking my like my enjoyments of technology and just helping people in general to kind of do something I enjoy because I'm really active as a person. I can't really sit still. So I find I like to do a load of things and this YouTube happened to be one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I would also like to add as well, not only do you have your own YouTube channel, but you're also, I like to describe you as a entrepreneur because you have other businesses, one with Todd Walker, so that's called Villator. Um, that's a really new project. It's quite quite pioneering in the space. We're using NFTs, so non-fungible tokens, all this new crypto stuff, to sell off chunks of his house. And people that own those NFTs will get a monthly income from his rent of the properties. So as the property portfolio builds, people that own the chunks will get more and more money each month. Wow, that's actually quite interesting because I do follow him on LinkedIn and having seen his posts as well. And I did see last night he posted a recording he did on Discord and hearing a bit of this. For me, it was a bit like, that is so much. How are you able to do that? And again, like yourself, he's a third year student. So I'm just really surprised how he's able to do this all while studying and doing his dissertation and all of that. (laughs) Yeah, so for people that can't sit still, tend to just do everything. <laughs> so I find, yeah. So I've been helping with all the marketing side of that, and Instagram and promotion, and how he can actually market to investors. And then that also goes into property, which I'm sure we might be able to talk about later, which is something I'm looking at into the future. Oh, I was going to say that's very, that's actually really good, especially you know that kind of in a way links to architecture, even though it's not building, but in the same way they have that connection. I'm really excited to hear more about that later. So we'll focus on your YouTube. What was the motivation for you to start creating your own YouTube channel? So there's kind of two aspects. The first being when lockdown kind of happened, I found that a lot of students were struggling. In our university, we have a year chat in which everyone was kind of asking questions. And I felt that just generally people tend to be lost. What One thing for people that haven't started architecture yet that you'll realize very soon is it's extremely independent. 
So you're not necessarily taught things like softwares and model making and presentation. You're given kind of seminars to introduce you to those kind of areas, but a lot of it's independent work. So however far you want to develop your skills is your own ability. So what I found was there wasn't much support out there for students, specifically things like software. I myself have been using Adobe packages for nearly like nine or 10 years now. So I rem I've seen them grow from literally a software that had like 10, 10 options to what Photoshop is now. So I've got a pretty in-depth understanding and I've been always pretty technologically inclined. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to create something in which I could support students because I found that there really wasn't much content out there for architecture students. But the second half is that I've always wanted to kind of be a content creator. I always thought that kind of influencer stuff would be really cool. So what I did was I was looking for a niche to work out in. Originally, I actually wanted to do something like fitness, but I realized it was really saturated. And then I realized something like architecture. There's a lot of students that need help. It makes sense that I can also be there and support people and use my skills to help others. But also it, it helps me gain a recognition in the space. It gives me some kind of like credibility. So it allows me to to kind of have more opportunities in the future using my YouTube channel whilst also helping others and benefiting. So that's my kind of view on business. Everything should be win-win. Like you should benefit, but also everyone else should benefit. Definitely. I mean, having been part of your year last year, and, and I do remember you posting your videos being like, oh guys, and just in case you struggle, I've got this out and et cetera, et cetera. And myself for one was one of them but other students in that group chat had also you know watched them and it did actually help pass modules so thank you very much and, <laughs> and, and one of the things that's been really heartwarming as well is the comments I've received I really didn't expect it I'm getting messages from people in Australia India America saying thank you so much this is really helpful people wow. saying please keep making more videos I've got over 100 comments of like really nice things of people saying so it's it really encourages you to do more that that is actually really really nice to hear I, I bet that's also made you feel really mm. heartwarmed as well because like, it wasn't necessarily my intention to have that kind of an impact I just wanted to do something but yeah congratulations I'm, I'm actually yeah. really happy for you <laughs> and on top of that sorry um, oh, no, in the future, it is possible to also turn YouTube into a business. So I'm hoping that in the future, hopefully by next year, I should be making money off ads as well. So every mm. time one of my videos is watched, I also get a small commission that helps me put out more content. Oh. Oh, excuse me, I can't imagine like it's a big percentage. I'm assuming, what, 5%? I think you'd be surprised. I think you'd be surprised. You don't get much money. But as the views start to build, it can compile. So I know we're going to delve into this later, but I did a collaboration with a, a woman in Natalie in America, who's a fifth year student, and she's making quite a few hundred a month just from her YouTube. So that's her main business now alongside uni. Wow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that's, I was going to say, because that's going to be one of our next questions, but we will wait for that later. So where did the inspiration for creating the video come from? And do you have a favorite video that you enjoyed making? Oh, so the inspiration's really easy. I just basically go through the work, look at everyone else in my year, find stuff people are struggling <laughs> with and try find a way to, because I found that, say we were doing a task in Rhino, I wouldn't know how to do it. So I would have to do all this research, work out how to do it. And then I'd just create a video on it so I could help others. A lot of my videos I've created, actually things I've struggled with myself that I've worked out how to do. And then I've learned them enough that I can teach them. Mm, nice. And my favorite video, wow. It's not really architecture related, but as you can probably tell, I'm really into my tech and things. And I did do a, um, 
setup tour that I really enjoyed. I put a lot of effort into that. That was also in lockdown. So I was just spending my day filming my setup and editing it all. That, that was a really fun process and it was quite rewarding seeing all the comments as well. So why YouTube? What is the best advantage about using YouTube as a platform to promote your videos? I think it's it's the pioneer in vid- video. So it, it's the, uh, the YouTube algorithm is really well optimized now. YouTube's been around for quite a while. There are people making full-on careers really good careers off YouTube there's a lot of motivation to keep updating it and keep improving another beautiful thing I found that the videos never get deleted so there are videos from 2008 that are still getting views every day and they're still you think about old music videos and things you see on YouTube they're still up there so the content never really dies and also just the general exposure you can get from something like YouTube is probably better than a lot of other platforms I'd say fair Fair enough. And are you planning to make like a Twitch account? Because I think Twitch is another popular platform as well Um, as YouTube. See, the reason I've gone for YouTube as opposed to something like Twitch is although you can record on Twitch, Twitch is a live streaming service. Mm. So the thing with YouTube is, and I've spoken to many content creators that do this, you can, for example, batch record videos. So I could record my next two months of videos in a day and I could just slowly set them to release. So with something like Twitch, you have to be there in front of the audience. But I think all of these social medias, Discord, Twitch, YouTube, they all kind of have different purposes. And they all have different kind of interactions with the audience. Mm. So for example, YouTube is a lot more filtered. There's a lot more editing. There's a lot more processing. Whereas something like Twitch is a lot more organic. You can be really open and be yourself. And you kind of have people watching as you talk. So I think all of the social medias are really beneficial if you want to start putting yourself out there. You just have to find one that suits the style you want to go for. Mm, That's very true. So being present for past this academic year, how do you plan to utilize a YouTube channel with past? So um, I've actually spoken to heads of university and I've got some plans for the for the future of Pass as well as my channel. I'm really excited to do them, but obviously I've been quite busy at the moment with um, all my other commitments, but this is something that should be starting to happen in the next couple of months. One thing we're going to be doing is for people that listen to the Pass podcast, we do Pass lectures as part of the university. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be putting some clips from there that I really like. I'm putting them on my channel with the intention that hopefully I can give a lot more exposure because I get views from all over the globe. So hopefully we can start having a global audience watching the YouTube channel for Portsmouth. And also we're going to, I'm going to start trying to integrate more content between the two. So the point is I know my audience is really global and is all within university students. So I really want to try push as many of those people towards the past YouTube channel and also to provide people that are going to continue watching Portsmouth University channel after I've left. So that's that's the goal. We're going to see how how well effective it is. Fair. I also would like to add for, for those listeners that are not aware of, um, last year, myself was one of the social team leaders and Imran was actually one of the members for the social team. And one of the things that we actually did do, I wish we actually did more, I actually wish we got you to do more, was we actually got you to do some tutorials, which you also actually have shared on your YouTube, as well as the Passers YouTube channel. So I I would love to see more of that as well, if I'm honest, yeah. Happy to. And um, as past president, I've been working closely with the different teams. We've got networking team, lecture team, and socials team. And I'm gonna be working with the socials team very soon to create an in-depth tutorial of how you can actually film a YouTube video, quickly edit it, all of the 
SEO, which is search engine optimization. So that means when you look for a YouTube video, it's more likely to come up in the search bar because I don't know if you know, majority of my views actually come from searches as opposed to people going onto my channel. So oh. say someone searches some past tutorial, my video will be nearer the top because I've got good optimization and because I've also got a lot of views and a lot of good engagement. So I'm going to be doing a quick tutorial explaining all of that. And I'll be walking them through and possibly we're going to edit it and put it onto the uh, university channel. So people that want to do this in the future have a little tutorial with all of the little things that I messed up that hopefully will help you get a better head start. <laughs> I'm actually really excited to see that. Um, so I do remember you mentioning that before in one of the meetings we've had. So I'm actually really excited. Get them skills up. <laughs> so as we mentioned before, you had, well, You've, we've mentioned one of the names, but you have had two interviews that you have done on your YouTube channel. One is, as you've mentioned before, Natalie from Unraveling Architecture, but also one from Mia. Now, I do apologise, I can't say her surname very well. Sujimura. Thank you very much. Mia <laughs> And um, I've also done one extra one, I don't know if you noticed, with um, Archmosphere, who's a master's student in, uh, in India. That's increased my viewship in a lot of India as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought I did not notice that. I will have yeah. to check that out. <laughs> but Mia is also, she works for Big Practice. Now we know Big is a very well-known practice in the architectural world. Yeah. So my question is, how did you get in contact with them? So firstly, I'm just going to clarify. I don't believe she works at Big anymore, but she did work there for a period of time. And she was while I interviewed her. Um, so I actually found out about Mia's Instagram through someone else and then I added her on Instagram and literally reached out so I found a lot of these are literally reaching out so the one with Natalie from Unraveling Architecture she actually reached out to me and I had something like 200 subscribers at this point and she had a few thousand so I was really surprised but that was really great and then with Archersphere I believe he also reached out to me but with Mia I reached out to her so one piece of advice I would take from that is just always give it a shot. A lot of these guys, I, I did actually message a number of other people and they just never got back to me, which I'd rather have messaged and, and not received the thing than not at all. So I really advise that. And uh, Mia, I saw she worked at Big and it's something I'm really interested in. As I mentioned, a lot of the videos are based on stuff that I'm interested in myself or stuff I've struggled with. And understanding what it's like inside a big architecture firm was something that was really interesting to me. So I reached out to her to find out. And it's, it's really interesting to see the structure and how, how proceduralized everything is. So if you guys want to go check that out, go have a look at that video. It's, oh, it's really interesting to see what yeah. it's like in a big company. It's so different to small firms that we often see. But also, what did you, did, what did you learn from them? Like, was there something that you would take on board to be like, that's what I'm going to, you know, use next time or think about in the future? Or... Um, especially Mia, it, it's more of a life thing, to be honest. It's, that you really have to jump. If you listen to her interview, I believe she lived in Japan and she moved to Copenhagen purely for that job. It was her dream to work in big. And I've seen this within a lot of successful people. Sometimes you have to really just chase after your dreams, even if there's some hurdles in the way. If you really want something, I think just go for it. And worst case, you can always build back up if something happens. Exactly, exactly. That's very good advice. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> That was very helpful. I think I watched a bit of that interview. I can't remember well because it was a while, but I, I did find it quite interesting. So what have you got planned for your YouTube channel that we could look forward to? 
I haven't actually told anyone this online yet. I've only told some friends. As I graduate next year, the YouTube channel is going to start evolving a bit. I'm going to continue with all the content creation, but I'm looking myself to start going into property. So I'm going to start creating more property themed content as well as I'll still be doing some architecture content and stuff out there for students, but I'll also be trying to get into the property space myself, which I'm, I've already started to get into. I'm going to start to create videos on there, talk to uh, real estate agents, uh, investors, different kind of people in the property space and kind of give an insight into that world because it's not a very documented area and also mm. possibly provide some inspiration for students that may want to get into property in the future. Yeah. Could I, could I also ask what about building inspectors? Only because what? like when you do plan to move or if you buy a property, normally you do go to a building inspector. They normally check to see if it's okay or if there's any damage. Mm-hmm. How about How about that? Well, I already have my own limited company that I've been doing my property stuff in, but um, I'm going to start to be going really hard in that. And that's where I want to totally immerse myself in the atmosphere. I'm going to talk to, as you've said, people like surveyors, investors, architects, and I'm going to try bring an insight into all of that. Because even for me, someone that started networking and talking to people in the space, there's still a number of different things that are really unspoken about that not many people know about, even things like talking about applying for mortgages and mm. loans and things like that. I'm going to try and really start to do loads of content on that area, not only to provide students with inspiration, but obviously everyone's going to want a house in the future. So possibly looking at the best way to do that and things like that. So that's where I'm hoping to take the YouTube channel in the future, but yeah. I will be doing architecture content occasionally and definitely still software because I really enjoy that. I, I really yeah. like you said that. So I'm actually at the moment, trying to save up as much as I can to buy my own property. Um, <clears throat> at the moment, I rent my own property with my boyfriend. The trouble that we have is rent. Because you're paying so much rent and then you've got bills on top, it's actually more mm. difficult to save up to yeah. you know, buy a property with the mortgage and everything. So hearing you say that, that's actually kind of like, I think it's not going to help just students, but everyone... Mm you know, in the UK especially, yeah. And and also I intend to talk about strategies because I've been learning all this myself. So things like the best way to do a help to buy or the best way to apply for a mortgage that gives you the best return on investment in the future, how to buy properties with little money down, all of those Mm. kind of things. I'm going to start to try and include that in my YouTube channel because I've gone from one sector architecture uh, in which there wasn't, one thing I didn't mention earlier, one of the reasons I picked the architecture uh, field is there isn't really many architecture content creators. For me, I think that's because just time, architecture is a quite intense course and not many people would be able to manage a whole channel and do a course really well. I know it's definitely pressed its struggles for me at times, but also another field that isn't talked about much is property. So I'm going to start trying to get a younger generational view and how younger people can get to property. Because if you look at the general people that are involved in property, they tend to be uh, all of a similar demographic. Yeah, yeah that, I think that's very true. And I've been also looking a lot about property, especially with COVID. There's been a lot of, you know, crash in property, like everything gone up, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I think I watched this video about Switzerland. And in Switzerland, actually, there isn't a lot of rental owners. And the reason for that is because they have very strict laws. So, you know, if you are living somewhere and you pay rent, they can't change your rent unless they have a very valid reason. The laws are very strict. So actually and there, it's better to rent than buy a house. And, and also, think- I'm not sure if you're aware, 
it's also compulsory for mm. individuals in those countries, especially Scandinavian countries, to contribute part of their payment from work into yeah. help to buy help to buy kind of ISA. It's compulsory by law to have X amount of your income in a month to go towards mm. a bank that is for buying a property, which is why a majority of the population owns properties. Wow. Yeah. I never knew that. I, I'm, I'm kind of glad, like, in a way, it's not compulsory here in England, but I wonder if it is better to make it a bit of a compulsory so we wouldn't be in a situation as we are now economically with the housing and all. And, and I think that's where you can look to other countries for precedence and where you can learn. Mm -hmm. One thing we learn as an architect is pulling and extracting information from loads of different sources. I think that's mm. a really useful skill that you can apply to all of life. Um, mm. Looking at how other people manage their money, how people manage their time, how people network, all of these things, we can take positives from others and implement mm. them into ourselves. And that's also mm. what hopefully the YouTube is doing, showing you my ways of doing stuff like software and see how you can implement those ways and optimize them for you. Mm. Ah, fair. Just, just a couple more questions before we finish. So one of my questions is, do you have any tips or advice for our listeners not right now that would be interested in starting their own YouTube channel? Just do it. <laughs> um, I think I'm slightly embarrassed by it, but I would, I'm going to leave it up just as that reference. If you go onto my YouTube channel and you saw oldest and newest and you watch my oldest video, I'm all shaky. I'm nervous. My camera mm. quality is bad. One thing I've learned is talking to a camera is, is such a skill and it's a skill that could be used in every facet of life. I've had a lot of people come to me asking about starting a channel and my best advice is just start. I, without being rude, you're not going to get many views on your first video. It's, it's just not going to happen. You learn what you enjoy. You learn how you do things. If you kind of click throughout my videos, you'll see improvement in camera quality, improvement in layout, the way I speak. The way I present, I stutter a lot less as I start to get more comfortable. And that's something that's a process. And, and it's something you see in all, all YouTubers, really famous YouTubers, people like Japsepticai, PewDiePie. If you go on their first videos, they're really bad quality, but it's in that you kind of find yourself. And I think the beautiful thing about something like YouTube is it's also an expression of yourself. So as you start to undersell yourself more, what you kind of enjoy, you can portray that better on the YouTube. So I'm finding I can present my personality better on my channel. But it's also helped with public speaking, with interviews. I'm a lot more better on speaking off the top of my head like I am now. I'm able to formulate things faster. And all of those skills, something like YouTube has so many skills that you wouldn't even know. I think a lot of people get deterred because their channels don't blow up. Mm. I do believe my channel's blown up a little bit, but that's purely because of the market I'm in. Because there's there really isn't any content for architecture students. So people really are desperate for help. And that's why yeah. I find people constantly messaging me, asking me for advice. The amount of messages I get on Instagram saying, hey, I've seen your video. Could you help me with this on Rhino? And, and I do what I can. But if you really want to start a YouTube, pick whatever field you're going to do and stick at it as well. Because I've been in this for a year now. I've put a lot of time into it. And I think you can easily get disheartened if it doesn't take off quickly. I know I've had my moments where I've been sat there looking at the views like, come on, it's not going up. And now I kind of don't <laughs> mind. I just, I just glance it. So I, I don't know if I actually have here on my, on my keypad, I've got a little digital keypad on my computer. One of the things is it shows my views and it's nice oh. to just see that go up throughout the day. I think at the start, I used to worry so much about the numbers and I really used to get disheartened, but now I just glance at it and it's gone up a load and it's just a nice feeling. 
Yeah, I was just going to say what I liked about what you said, and actually, I think it, it implies with everyone in general, with if you're really passionate about something, you know, just go ahead. But as you said at the beginning, you know, don't expect big views or anything like that. But the more you practice, the more you build confidence and you learn about like your mistakes and how you can improve that. And and another piece of advice I'd give is try be consistent. It's not only good for, say, the YouTube algorithm, but it's also good for yourself. I found my largest growth in a period of time where I was creating two videos a week and I did it regimented and I really enjoyed it. But obviously other commitments came up and I've, I've had to reduce the amount of videos I make. But in that time, I found the best connection with my audience. I found the best results in terms of YouTube algorithm. I cut, you kind of get into your flow much better. And I found that when I was actually filming the videos and editing them, I myself in that period of time was more efficient because I'd done it twice a week and I knew exactly what I was doing. I don't know if you can tell, but majority of my videos are not scripted. I just jump in the software and start talking. And then I cut out the bits I don't like afterwards and just do it. So, and I have spoken to other YouTubers that write whole scripts, but it's it's whatever you want. (laughs) You're you're just a natural at it, aren't you? (laughs) I think I can talk a lot. I don't know if you can tell. Oh, oh, if you're with me and Jackie, we can talk about hours. We have to stop each other. We, we just love talking. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's very true. And you know what? There's this French YouTuber, which is not related to, to architecture, but he made a video on how to start with YouTube. And he said, you know, if you know you're not going to be consistent, my best advice would be try to make like a bunch of video before you start and then set it up when you're going to release them slowly. So it give you a bit time to do other stuff. And I was like, oh, actually, that's, that's quite helpful. And, and you also have to understand why you're creating YouTube, because mm. that's really going to change your channel. Some people do it for fun. Some people do a channel because they want to help people. And some mm. people honestly do just do YouTube because they want it to be a business. It's mm. whatever you want, because I'm yeah. hoping that by turning my channel into property, I'll increase my audience. And hopefully in the future, that'll be one of my side jobs will be YouTube. Mm. And that'll be paying me a salary as well as whatever I'm doing during yeah. the day. Whatever purpose you do it for, try be authentic in who you are. Just try create yeah. something that you yourself would want to watch. I think that's what I found. I've tried to phrase them in a way and with certain softwares that I find really struggling. I try to really slow down my videos and hopefully people can understand them and process them because I know I would struggle on it. So I want to help others that are. And one word of a warning I'm going to give to people that do want to start is at the very start, only take positive criticisms from other people, not negative as in constructive criticism, sorry, rather than because mm. I, I have found that I got a few people saying things behind my back and saying a couple of things to me. And it does slightly get you, but then you kind of realize why you're doing it and do it for yourself rather than anyone else. And do you think like some people like like what you just say, some people are a bit scared because of like the negative mm. comments and Definitely. stuff like that. And, you know, actually it's more like they want to do it, but they're also scared of what may come back to them and how it may affect them. I would try focus on all the positives I've mentioned. Mm. Even if you are going to get negative comments, you're actually doing something to try help someone else and try help yourself. You know why you're doing it and you need to really believe in yourself for doing that. I wanted to try help people, but I really didn't think it would blow up or many people Mm. would see it. So I just knew I was trying to be better myself. I was trying to do what I could to help others. And I think just the fact that people recognize that is why I've received such a good review from the audience is people realize I'm really trying to help. And all of those comments I received originally have disappeared and I'm actually getting people thanking me. And it's, yeah. 
So actually, I talked to this with Jackie, but I was thinking to actually promote a YouTube channel that specialized in architecture. So the one I wanted to promote was Surviving Architecture mm -hmm. because I really like her videos. And I thought they were really helpful for me because there's lots of tutorial with Photoshop mm -hmm. and like how to concept architecture. So mm -hmm. do you have any architecture YouTuber that you want to promote now? Firstly, I love her channel. I, I think I've actually had a quick DM with her on Instagram, but there's so many channels. So you know what? Let me go onto my YouTube subscribers right now and I'll, <laughs> I'll give you a full list of all of my, my personal recommendations. There's loads. So there are some channels for architecture visualization. There are some for presentation. There are some for general work. And I follow a mix of them. So I'm going to go through and show you some of my favorites. Oh, um, nice. I was going to say, while you're trying to find it, you were saying you was or you had DM'd her. Was that also to do an interview with her? Because that'd be really nice to see a collaboration. I, I think I her. reached out for advice, but I'm a bit hesitant to message her yet. She's got a very big channel, and <laughs> as I said, with all partnerships, with all business, I think everything should be win-win. She would help me a lot on my channel, but there isn't much I could do for her yet. So I want to grow a bit more and make sure that. When I'm doing collabs, I always try to do them with similar size channels because mm. I, can, I know I can bring them a different audience and they can bring me one. I just would feel a bit bad if I did a collaboration with a massive channel and they helped me loads, but I couldn't really help them back. But, so yeah, that's just personally. So we have a few. So I've got obviously Surviving Architecture, 30 by 40 Design Workshop. He's great. He's really, he's one of the largest architecture YouTubers at the moment, I think. Yes, um, I see showing, his showing his process and things. We've got Callum Henderson, who I have, Supposed to be doing collaboration with soon, but things have come up. So uh, he's uh, he's currently at Cambridge University studying architecture. Oh, wow. He kind of does vlog style videos, talks about his projects, really interesting stuff. Uh, you've obviously got Unraveling Architecture. There's Blessed Arch, who does lots of interviews with um, architects from Zaha Hadid, OMA, Norman Foster's big, does some really good collaborations and portfolio reviews and things. Wow. Um, We've also got Archosphere, who I mentioned previously that I've done an interview with in India. So he's got a massive audience in Delhi and they kind of, it's, it's really, it's really amazing. Those guys reach out absolutely loads. I've had so many messages from people from India asking for advice on studying in the UK. And then another one I'd recommend is Thomas Roundtree, who I believe has graduated master's, but he's also in the UK. And I believe he studied at Bristol University. I also believe I'm supposed to be doing collaboration with him soon, hopefully. Oh, uh, do you know what? I might actually have to ask you to write me a list so then I can actually, because I know what my memory's like. <laughs> Maybe well, you know what you could do if you go through the video if you put in the text all of the things I've mentioned if you just type them out then maybe other people could have a look as well yes yeah definitely definitely I would definitely do that wow I was gonna say that that's really I've really enjoyed the interview thank you so much Imran for joining us it's all right and also, please remember, I'm really open to comments and content. So I've had a lot of requests of videos and they're in the process of being made. So if you guys mm. have anything you need help on, I might be able to do a video on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> and you know what? Before, obviously, the recording, we were talking about your dissertation that actually was really interesting. And I thought maybe you should, after, obviously, maybe you hand it in, but maybe you should do a video about that. I, I definitely, I definitely plan it. It would be so interesting to watch, honestly, like your opinion and like what things should be done. And then you can have opinion from other people. And especially, like you say, you get so many comments worldwide. It would be really interesting. And if you have enjoyed this episode, join us next time on the 16th of February for our next episode.
as well as our previous episodes on nco.fm slash podcast or type podcast in the search bar on either Spotify or Google Podcast. And don't forget to check out our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn for upcoming past lectures, podcasts and social activities. Thank you, everyone, and have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.